Welcome to Peace Alchemy. My name is Jennifer. I hope you've all had a wonderful Sunday and a tremendously profitable yet restful weekend. I have already posted a tarot reading uh, today on Instagram at Peace Alchemy. So if you haven't had a chance to go look there, uh, please do so. Uh, It is a divine feminine reading. So take what resonates, release what doesn't. As always, these readings are for entertainment, so you are your grandest guide of life. Um, This reading will be a bonus reading, so I'm going to just begin. You can see this, um, the picture and the photo of this tarot spread uh, again on Instagram at Peace Alchemy. And uh, I will go ahead and describe it as I go. So this is in a, uh, you know, a cross uh, layout. So we begin with uh, Libra at the crown with the three of wands. And I'm going to go ahead and go down linearly and then then return back up in explanation. So we're going to do the vertical reading first as Libra um, sitting with three of wands. Uh, then Uranus with the Ten of Cups and Pisces with the Chariot. So beginning with the Libra and the Three of Wands, uh, you have uh, uh, someone in terms of a Divine Masculine. Um, again, this is not gender-based, but this is looking at, always looking at the yin and yang of everything. So feminine versus masculine to bring a balance that Libra is calling with the number seven. Number seven is calling to um, find the central point uh, or the knot point between heaven and earth or um, intuition, where intuition meets logic, where the mind meets the heart. Not necessarily the heart center because sometimes the heart center can conflict with intuition. But in this case, um, the person stands with the three of wands, so they are fully... uh, have already reached the creative point of submitting their intention. They have um, actively placed their action out there. They are standing, holding solidly on the one wand, and the other two are um, solidly planted in the ground beside them on the right and left. So you have the balance of the yin and yang, and the third wand of the um, the outcome okay so they're looking out with the hope that this will be a positive return with the middle uh, intention or at the heart center being the ten of cups the ten of cups of course is the achievement of everything that wish wished for in the journey from one to nine in the cups um, you have uh, the couple standing there or the balance of the masculine and feminine with the inner children standing there all happily looking out on the horizon with the or the rainbow or all that is possible the infinites of possibilities with all ten cups ten being a completion state Uranus at the number uh, 20 reduced to two indeed shows that the masculine and feminine have to look in a balance uh, position of all things, not just a narrowed vision, but Uranus being an Aries throughout the year of 2022, it's calling to look at the grander, um, the grander good of all concern. 
Ares uh, re is represented in the tarot as the emperor, even though the emperor is not here. Uranus is um, ha holds or houses those energies uh, because it is currently, well, it's in uh, Aries throughout the entire year. And so um, with the Aries passion, uh, it's also housing all uh, balance that the Libra calls forth um, and an understanding of its central intentions of what it wants to uh, achieve. The one thing I want to note about Uranus um, housing the Ten of Cups is that with Uranus being in Aries, it goes into retrograde in August of this year. So Uranus is a neutral uh, planet and in tarot and in astrology it's uh, deemed new neutrality so it's like um, the central I would say it's like uh, the compromise line within the yin and yang symbol so it's the central point of it and basically when it reaches retrograde in August it can take on a more treacherous energy in the sense that um, whatever has been created from uh, January all the way through the August period in uh, with the Aries fire or the master emperor fire holds the potential um, to really birth forth a grand uh, outcome so a lot of outcomes will happen towards the end of summer fall so August when it hits retrograde if um, whatever has been uh, intended or action centered up until that point, uh, you know, over the, uh, for instance, like say from February on, it's like seven, which matches the Libra balance. There is a strong attainment going on. So there's a lot of seed planting, a lot of generation of that, a lot of um, alchemization, a lot of materializing going on. And so whatever births forth is returns back to the masculine and feminine that has put out that intention or put out that projection. So it's very, very important during this time, um, symbolically here, to be careful of, of what's being intended during this period. Presently, with it being in the heart center, it shows a Ten of Cups. Um, so I think it's a very positive outcome. However, you can't be lazy. <laughs> because we have free will. We also are um, the magicians, the masters, and the manifestors of our own lives. We are the cause and effect. We have, uh, you know, we, we intend our outcomes and we must also take responsibility for those outcomes. So it's very important that we uh, learn during this period because all of life is a learning process and you are allowed to learn you are allowed to make mistakes as long as you self-correct and so forth because otherwise the, it, it's a constant balancing that happens a constant correcting of karma and so forth but this looks a positive reading overall I would just say that this is what is possible but again, it comes down to the free will of the person. So I would say let's continue on. What advice is usually tarot is about symbolically knowing what is presently there and what the potential is. Uranus going from Aries um, and then hitting retrograde in August. It's really about with the planet um, 
looking at not just the individual needs of the masculine and feminine, but also the collective needs, not just of, say, an, an individual masculine and feminine, but the humanity, what is, in, what is the best for all concerns? So it's like, in, in terms of, um, I think this card spread is a really good lesson in understanding that we are most aligned with our highest self and our highest timeline when whatever it is we intend to create, whatever our grandest passion is, also meets the needs of um, a particular, uh, you know, collective need. So uh, it can go back on a simple, I'm just going to give a very practical illustration is it is like when you are, say for instance, you're an entrepreneur and you want to create a product or service that meets the grander needs you want to be able to earn an income, but also you want to follow your passion and also meet the collective need. Because you can't, you can't make any money if you're not actually reaching a particular uh, need on a grander level. Because you can, you can have, say, one or two clients and be quite successful, but, but it can be the grander need on a particular um, service or it can be individually a bunch of individuals you know, um, meeting, uh, you know, serving that need, depending on how you want to view it. So I want to say in this case, it's like, uh, knowing what your target market is, knowing who you want to, who your ideal client is and so forth. And what product or service do you feel that will meet that need? So Uranus is really looking at in order to receive, in order for this uh, couple or this person or this masculine and feminine as illustrated in tarot, which is the internal makings of the created, all creations, is that you balance the masculine with feminine. So you're balancing action with intuition, action with creativity to reach the neutral point of detachment. In other words, you're not, uh, you're not actually attached to any outcomes. You're not out uh, attached to how something is going to unfold. So that brings in the balance of the Libra or balance of the mind. Libra is also an air sign. I find this, the way this spread happened is so uncanny because symbolically, you know, of course, Libra is an air sign and it represents, you know, the mental connection or in this case, the crown chakra mind. Uh, but then you also have the internal fire that is within the mind. So that can be also viewed as, say, subconscious creation because we have conscious, we have subconscious, and the conscious is not always the best place to get stuck because the conscious you can have, um, you can have a lot of conditioned thought there as well as within deep rooted within the subconscious. But it it is a lot of times if you can get the fire rising from the subconscious or where the unaware parts are, the fears lie and everything else, you can bring those into balance. You have more creative potential to be able to really reach not only your passions, but the profit or whatever you want to see achieved on a long haul. So again, we have the mind, the heart, and then we have the root, which the root being, or intuition in this case, it's not the root chakra being the lust or sexual aspects, but you can say in this case, it's alchemizing the root with the gut instinct. So root and solar, I would say combined with the Pisces here and the chariot. The chariot in tarot represents cancer or water signs, the Pisces as well, water signs. 
the three creativity, what I mean three is the twelve reduced to three, and again the seven, the attainment, the spiritual, where heaven meets earth. Okay? In this chariot symbol, the chariot uh, chariot tarot, uh, you know, they are very um, aware of the direction they're headed, and the sphinxes represent the dark and light, the yin and yang with him in the center, so the common, uh, you know, the, the compromise line between the two. You have above his head the triangle, which is actually the triad, uh, the triad of manifestation, the triad of where heaven uh, and earth are going, mind, body, and soul. So there's a mind, body, soul connection. It's symbolically been in uh, many sacred texts. You also have the moon, uh, crescent moon on both um, ass, uh, both shoulders. So the moon is representing the feminine and the masculine aspects. So you have again the yin and yang. Both have faced their light and shadows in this case. The chariot is often described as you know all about movement, rapid rapid movement, rapid, um, very confident, very assertive. So whenever this comes in, when this vision comes in, as I said, once it gets through Uranus in retrograde in August, there's going to be a, a very strong ushering in, depending upon what has been planted up until then. This is a very good linear vertical explanation of cause and effect here, Libra to Pisces because you're going from seven to two to three. You're going from the attainment or from the manifestation or from the intention to the two or the balance or the masculine and feminine back to the three, which is creation. Okay, so the creation, so it's, go, it's basically going from heaven to earth or unseen to seen, okay? Now, on either side of the wish fulfillment achieved, or new beginning, you have Scorpio and Sun. Scorpio being water, Sun being fire, uh, can also be Aries, uh, Leo, or Sagittarius. Nine of Pentacles, Earth. Okay. Nine is a fruition card. It's a fruition number. And here we have the feminine very happily uh, seated amongst her pentacles. She has six on one side with her hand on top. The other three are, are to the left of her uh, and behind her. There isn't really a whole lot of concern here with her um, looking at her pentacles uh, that are seated on the left. There are three. What I perceive this symbolically is she's leaving three for future creation or three for what is being offered to the collective. So she's giving the chance to create with the collective in the future, as well as the six, which are a balance and growth. So she has originally achieved the intention of Libra or crown. Okay, and also want to note with the Libra, the, the crown, which I forgot to mention, is a seven and three equal one, so it's equaling a chance at new beginning when it's balanced and the intention. So there is a strong already starting at the good point of enabling it to reach the Ten of Cups. So this is already at a positive place. 
So as I said, be very mindful at this time as to what you're creating because this is a very positive outcome when it's aligned. This is an actual spread of perfect alignment, or I would say a very attainable alignment of achieving a high timeline. So you have a sun, which the sun, um, typically in tarot is in uh, astro, I'll start with tarot first. Tarot is generally represented as the Leo. We're very strong Leo energy. So we could be seeing a lot of, well, again, August, still in Leo season, moving into Virgo season. Virgo represented by Nine of Pentacles. So I would suggest that in this case, it's once retrograde starts hitting um, Virgo season, leaving Leo season, know what, get, get it all sorted and polished by Leo season. So you see, begin to see through Virgo season, what still needs adjusted. So this isn't about necessarily a tower moment because the tower card did not show up here. So the, there's not necessarily going to be a tower moment as a result of Uranus going into retrograde in August with the sun in the nine of pentacles. But what it's advising is, because she's very happy, she's very content, she's she's already receiving um, some harvest here, okay? Because, it, again, it is harvest period during that time. You can see the beautiful, lush uh, landscape behind her. So it's moving... It's moving from summer to fall, but there's no, though there's no leaves falling yet. So it's, like I said, it's still at the height of going from Leo to Virgo season. Um, she has a, the sparrow on her hand, the sparrow bringing positive communication, positive messages. Even though, um, you know, even though this is a pentacle card about grounding, it's earth, uh, which can be Capricorn. Uh, Virgo, Capricorn, Virgo, or Aquarius. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Capricorn, Virgo, or Taurus in uh, in basically Aquarius season right now. So it's like basically um, now is the time to start correcting what you're planning to ground. Because I don't know why when I said Aquarius it kept coming to mind here. So I'm beings that were in Aquarius season right now, I would be um, mindful again to start start planting now in terms of prosperous vision. Because I do think by the time retrograde of Uranus and um, Virgo season roll around, then it's going to uproot. It's going to bring anything that's uprooted to the surface that hasn't been considered. So for instance, as a from a practical standpoint, if you I'm gonna do both like just practically career and relationship. If you have a, a project vision or a, an idea for a business and you have done everything, all the groundwork that's needed because again this is a lot of earth, she's already done her groundwork. Um and again, remember now, the feminine, which she's wearing lavishly the feminine symbol on her dress. Yellow, again, being Leo energies, sun energies, um, crown energies. Enlightened energies, deep awareness energies, green. 
education, healing, red, scarlet, love, ruby, love. I would think with its with this, it's a very um, with the uprooting of, of anything that hasn't been considered, it enables it enables to do a lot of self-check. So I think it, it, it would be like wise to, as you progress through creating like a checklist, to know what um, type of short-term goals that you want to see happen, smart goals as they call them in the business world, along the way. So creating short-term smart goals from February through August, and then and then from August, you know, through the end of year, are very important. But I would do it in like say uh, monthly to three monthly, so like quarterly quarterly visions, but also monthly. But I think giving a lot of times having the three month periods will help. But I think in this case, it does, she seems very content that whatever um, is uprooted during Uranus retrograde and uh, Virgo season will be easily adjusted, enough so that she's going to have more than enough. So this Nine of Pentacles is about why it's called a peace of mind card uh, on this particular tarot, but you know, it does a little identifiers but is because she has more than enough she has created more than enough when we are truly aligned with our feminine we have more than enough that is needed okay there is sufficiency there uranus is a neutral neutral planet energy so um and for those of you who are very anal retentive when it comes to um understanding like astrology or astronomy or anything in uh, science, physics. When I say a neutral, it I'm doing it from um, a symbolically in astrology and tarot. It's viewed as an, a fem, uh, sorry, a neutral planet. So um, don't get caught up in all that. <laughs> but I'm just noticing here with when you look at this cross reading, Libra. The sun, the pentacles, or, and well, so forth, and the uh, which is you know earth sign, and the Pisces, those are masculine. Those are masculine energies, except for, except for Capricorn, Virgo, and Scorpio. Those are feminine energies. Capricorn, yeah, Capricorn, Pisces. Virgo and Scorpio, those are feminine energies. So there is a predominance with neutral in the center. So the way I'm viewing this is, is the heart center at Uranus or the creation period needs to remain detached to outcome. But there will be a predominance of feminine energies throughout which are guiding. So the guiding the guiding compass is off feminine energies because the masculine is very confident in the feminine. The masculine here with, with the sun, Leo and Aries are all masculine. When I say that, even though the cards are not represented, the, the symbols are and so forth. So, um, 
the Libra is, uh, I think, misunderstood being air and, and so forth because Gemini, of course, is in uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. They all the air is is actually considered masculine. So um, there is a balancing there already, but I really feel like it's the feminine that's going to be the driving force, and then the masculine steps forth and makes it so. So the feminine really needs to understand and work through any shadow energies, anything that hasn't been addressed, any fears any projections, watch any triggers during this time. Um, so anything that like, even if you're say for instance, and I was going to do an illustration about relationships too, but say for instance, um, you are looking at, uh, other people's businesses being prosperous at this time. Don't let yourself get caught up into their vision. Stay focused on your vision. Be grateful for them because how you perceive their outcomes is it's it's almost like a modeling or a metaphor as to how it will be perceived for you so if you're perceiving jealousy get back into um, your internal chamber so to speak and work on the self to where why am i jealous am i fearful of imposter syndrome am i fearful of some kind of thing that i'm not addressing here and like in terms of relationships it can be the same if you see uh, a photo of a couple that is seemingly living the dream life. They're on the most luxurious vacation, you know, they're enjoying, you know, meals and, and champagne and I don't know, all this fancy stuff and you're sitting <laughs> in your lonely, isolated life trying to, you know, just get your ducks in a row, then I would say just Go back to heart center. Do not attach to them. Do not attach to the emotion. Do not attach to their outcome. Rein it back in. This is all about reining back in, which is why when you go back to root and uh, root and solar with the chariot and Pisces, it's all about facing the moon, facing the self, uh, reining it back in balancing the yin and yang if we shift to the right on this tarot we have Scorpio with the reversed hermit now again Scorpio being emotional water being feminine again it's about action she's balancing I always see like the eight when it's in vertical position it's like an hourglass so it's very aware of time constraints it's also very symbolic of cause and effect. When it's in horizontal position, it represents infinity. <laughs> Sorry, I just, um, I had a moment there where I thought I was going to sneeze. So <laughs> um, it, it represents infinity. So it's anything is possible. Scorpio can be, being a water sign, it can be very emotional. It can sometimes not face its fears, not face the unresolved areas. But in this case, the hermit being in reverse, it's doing some diving work, but it's, it's calling it to, to work on itself. Because if you look at this cross, it's also in a, div in, in a uh, divine wheel. 
So everything being in divine timing. When the hermit is also in reverse, it's aware that it's going to come out of isolation at some point because you go back and you have the Ten of Cups in the center. What happens is, when I look at this grander picture, and I, I want to make one other quick note, with the um, Nine, uh, normally the Hermit with, with the Nine card, it can represent fruition and intuition. But if you see it in reverse there, it's advising Six, showing as Six, which means harmony and growth. So that means get back in the internal chamber, do some internal growth work. And if you're looking at this, what happens is if there's not growth work done, it hits right back to Libra, goes right back to um, the karmic wheel, so to speak. And we go back to the balance, we go back to the wish fulfillment, we go back to the sending it out there for manifestation to the sun for fruition, alchemization, grounding, harvest, um, uprooting areas that need to be honed and worked with. It's really like a well-oiled machine. Quite frankly, this tarot spread reminds me of business planning. You have your mission, you have your marketing, you have, um, you know, uh, your accountings and so forth. Um, it takes a lot to present a business proposal and it doesn't have to be elaborate. It just, it can be just a very simply, simple, compacted one, depending on how how big you want it to be because it can it can you know get into very structured uh, being very structured if it is involving you know a, a great deal of employees or uh, investments or joint ventures or partnerships or anything like that it can get quite expansive but with this uh, Sun card here, having a 13 reduced to 4, the reason why she is sitting so contently with her pentacles, the 6 on her side, and she's able to offer 3 to the collective is that she has done a very strong foundation. She has done her foundation work. When she has, you know, if you start with um, Libra or head uh, crown and you're moving in counterclockwise whether you move counterclockwise or clockwise she's done the work it depends on how fast the journey is and where your starting point is but nonetheless she has done her her work uh, to the point that she can offer three uh, for charitable which was you know anything that she wants to do pro bono for free um, you know offering her services on a volunteer level I also think this is a strong karma card away nine of pentacles is somebody who's very it's not just bent for virgo because virgo you know is the um, astrological sign that's represented by nine of pentacles but it's also and it's also a very feminine card but i look at virgo is it can also be like i said virgo season when the season but also the feminine reaching virgo season and 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 she has balanced her karma She's become fully aware of any areas that maybe she wasn't the kindest. Maybe she wasn't um, using her her skills and gifts to the best of her abilities. Maybe she lowered her values. This is somebody who is on her way of being a queen of pentacles. She's she's aware that she is reaching uh, a place where she can sit back. Uh, 
in, in solid contentment that a lot of things can work for her instead of her working for it. So, um, just seeing if there's any other points to make here. Um, I will just close it out with this. In condensing the numbers from crown to root, and then the solidities on the side, it goes from intend, balance, create, solidify, believe. Seven, two, three, four, eight. And rebalance. Repeat. If this um, reading has resonated with you on any level, and if you've been entertained, <laughs> drop me a line on Instagram at Peace Alchemy. Feel free to share it with your friends. Subscribe to this podcast for future readings. And feel free to drop me a voice note or comment if you have future ideas for any readings. I do not do personal readings, uh, but I enjoy doing uh, readings as I feel intuitively led and collective. Thank you and have a lovely weekend. Thank you.